Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Hello and welcome to Headliner Radio, where we are delighted to be joined by Shaw's Vice President of Global Pro Audio Sales, Peter James. Peter, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Dan. It's great to be here. Good to talk to you. Good to be out talking to people in the our professional and creative community again. Yes, absolutely. Um, and really, really great to have you on the show. Thanks very much for, uh, for taking some time to come on and, and have a chat with us. Um, and there's lots to talk about. I think there's been a lot going on with Shaw, particularly on the pro side of late. Um, inevitably somewhat, um, I'd like to start just by asking how things have been since, you know, for, for you guys since the pandemic struck, really. Uh, what have been some of the key areas of activity for sure during that time so obviously it's kind of for whatever area of pro audio you're in it's had a had a ripple effect into whether you're talking about installation live sound studio recording whatever it may be what what has this period looked like for sure on the on the pro audio side of things well big question there's lots wrapped up into that i think you know if i look back to you know march 2020 when it kind of started to impact us uh, in Europe, I guess, and some of the the, the northern hemisphere, because it, it impacted us much sooner in China um, on the front end. But I think you know we we started out being pretty optimistic that we were going to step into a slowdown of business for a few months, come back in the summer, you know, and, and get back to to, to normal business. Uh, the less optimistic thought maybe September. Of course, what we now know is that you know we're still feeling it today. The impacts of, of COVID are kind of with us. Um, but as a company, I mean, Shaw's continue to adapt to the kind of evolving challenges of that. And always, always trying to find ways to, to work with customers and understand their challenges and support them as best we can. I think, you know, if I focus on pro audio specifically in my area, um, for many respects, it's business as usual. You know, what, what we do, although our, our job title is sales, our focus is very much about supporting customers, as I've said, um, and everyone who uses our products. And that hasn't changed. You know, we're in a, um, there's always technical challenges and a, a unique uh, needs of the creative industries are constant. And so whilst, you know, COVID has come in and had this, this huge impact on the industry, it hasn't changed uh, the realities of what we're working with. You know, it's this creative output, there's artistic expression. We want to get that out there. I think it's been a, a kind of a, a renaissance of artistic output and creativity. And we've had to find new ways to help people get that out to the market. We've seen lots of that coming through and we've, we've been close to that. Um, I think there's been lots of technical challenges. Um, I can talk about those in more detail. A couple of things spring to mind that just just blow my mind. I'm very proud of, and there's the simple, small things that we did, but it just kind of demonstrates where we are with customers. And we had a um, very interesting example, which actually related to wine tasting, something uh, many of us love uh, <laughs> to some degree. But it was in uh, in Europe, and uh, one of our clients wanted to. Uh, someone was approached who wanted to kind of find a way to entertain a large group of people for wine tasting. And as you can understand, that's totally non-COVID safe, you know, pouring wine into glasses with people and drinking. It just wasn't really an appropriate thing to do. Cool. So how do you take a large group of people, bring them together in, in a fun way and socially distance them and stay completely safe while sharing wine and passing it around and drinking it? And what they actually did was put these people on a large Ferris wheel. So small groups of people on a Ferris wheel, individual pods, uh, put the wine in there with them and label it and then basically send them on a ferris wheel and how do you then make that engaging for all the people together so what we came up with is a solution that they could all talk to each other get a commentary of the wine but also to talk back and when they, everybody realized that they could actually use the same technology to talk back not just to their professional sommelier but also and their hosts but to talk to all the other cabins, it became, as you can imagine, a kind of a well-fueled entertainment experience mm. at some kind of, you know, 
incredible distance, but great. So great to be involved in that and find creative <laughs> ways to support people to do something fantastic. So I love that. It's, that's great. Um, we also work with a major US TV production to find ways to do script read-throughs. Um, and again, it's like, how do you bring these very, very famous people, uh, very successful, who want to stay safe, who don't want to have their you know conditions compromised, um, to come in to do a TV show together, but but manage social distancing whilst collaborate, collaborating properly. And we did something with that, which we really love to kind of get, get involved with finding ways to do that effectively and allow the show to still go on. Um, mm. I guess, you know, it, it's, it's just finding ways to be valuable. That's what we've done. It's like the business has slowed down in the most traditional and obvious ways, but we've always just looked to ways to be valuable. And one of the, the first things we did was increase our educational output, lots of training, Lots of educational content, lots of outreach, lots of engagement, um, a lot of things like this. You know, we started a tech talk series, bringing communities together to discuss open topics. You know, some of the, some of that was COVID related, pandemic related, general discussion, but a lot of it focused on application, product technology, workflow, uh, general interviews with different people and professionals and what they were doing. Um, some of those who kind of found different things to do and some of those that were still busy doing creative, interesting things that were just worth talking about. And, and it's been great to do that. A um, couple of things that stood out, uh, Todd Maitland, a sound professional, sound mixer on movies, got a fantastic history Todd has, and he's finished working with Spielberg on West Side Story at the time, mm. using some of our equipment, and he, he got into a webinar to talk about his experiences, and that was, it was well-received, well-viewed, uh, just, just, just great to hear him talk passionately about what he was doing. Um, and then some of the stuff we've done in, around other parts of the world, we did a big event at the Cotton Club in Japan to celebrate International Women's Day. Again, it's just it's outreach, it's getting involved with people, hearing their challenges and bringing people back together in the ways that were safe and manageable. Um, and the team in Japan, uh, not in Japan, in uh, China, did a series of, um, of in-depth, very long, like one, about maybe two hour long, sometimes longer, of deep dives into product categories, like theatre, cinematography, uh, live music, and then recorded music. And um, I mean, one example, they did something called Recipe for a Song, which took production from the artist and the lyricist through the audio mixing, um, the, the musicians, right through to post and production. And, um, and it was well received, lots of the people viewing it. And the numbers blow my mind. It's China, right? It's, it's huge. But um, it's, it's millions. The numbers are millions of, of who views that stuff and watches. But to be kind of bringing content to people that's different and takes a different approach has been great. And I think for us, that opportunity to be creative and kind of see what a positive is in, is in a, a somewhat negative situation, but find the positives too has been great. So yeah, it's been, it's been a, an interesting couple of years so far. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like there's been some uh, incredible projects going on some really fascinating projects. And it's quite interesting to see, I think how, you know, the pro audio uh, business has been affected um, by, by the pandemic. And of course there have been some really, you know, very difficult stories and it's been really challenging times for people. But one of the things that's been quite heartening when talking to people such as yourself and, and hearing those stories is just how creative people have been. It feels like people have really just done everything that they can to find a way to remain creative, whether it's, you know, uh, finding solutions to keep people connected, whether it's finding ways of making and sharing and recording music, whatever it may be people do seem to be really embracing their their kind of creativity and trying to find these inspired ways to to carry on working and and carry on innovating yeah i agree it's, it's been amazing i mean certainly the most visible aspects of pro audio have been the hardest hit that kind of things relating to a live in-person audience which we now kind of refer to as mass gatherings um 
but I think our partners that, that connect most closely to that have been the hardest hit and have endured really, really tough times, the toughest they've experienced, and hopefully something that they'll never have to experience again, none of us with them. Um, but the sector's about entertainment, right? And, and I think with some of those avenues closed, albeit temporarily, you know, the void left by that lack of mass gatherings that we, as we understand them to be has been filled in other ways. Most of will be streaming in its various forms, uh, which all of those still depend heavily on products where Shaw's been a leader for nearly a century now. You know, we design, engineer, manufacture products for, for mission-critical applications. And whilst, you know, that, that kind of right now, no rescheduling, failure, no option situations, you know, the missions may have changed a little bit, but that expectation that it can't fail, it happens right now, mm-hmm. there's no variation to that, still remains. Um, and actually, you could argue that, you know, the audience has got bigger. When you go to streaming, the potential for an audience is not, the 50,000 stadium, but the, you know, the, the 5 million people who are tuned in from somewhere. Yeah. So it's even more critical, I guess, in some respects. Absolutely. Um, how are things starting to progress now? Are you starting to see sort of traces of normality coming back to the market or is it still a case of just seeing how things go and, and kind of innovating as much as possible along the way? Well, market conditions are certainly improving, um, but the, it's the stage and pace of recovery around the world is varying enormously. You know, and that, that's, that's certainly a challenge for everybody um, moving forward is, is, is planning. But we're seeing strong signs. There, there are now shows running. I was lucky enough to be in the States recently and on Broadway. Um, yeah, and that, that it felt to some degree pretty normal. I mean, it's not quite the same as before, but the show was full, full house, you know, great show. Um, so, so there's that sense of normality there. You know, the West End in London's reopened as people. But, you know, we're still compromised. Tourism is not back. Uh, there are still some restrictions in place. There is still concern. Uh, there is still risk for some people, which is a challenge. Um, but, but definitely, you know, the, the, the signs are there. We're seeing some recovery and the adaptations that we've seen from the creative industry, you know, have really started to take hold. And some of the things that have come in the last two years are definitely here for the long term. No doubt about that. Yeah. I mean, what can you tell us about the kind of key areas in Shaw's pro division that have been sort of performing well for you guys over this not just over this period but kind of looking to the future as well and looking to the new year are there any any sort of specific areas in the pro market where you're seeing real traction and and seeing real opportunities um yeah to a point i mean as mentioned already much of what pro audio division focuses on connects to entertainment and mass gatherings that's kind of where People have to kind of see the Shaw brand most clearly on on the big stages in front of major artists and on those those huge shows. Um, and while some of those artists have not toured, you know, theatres have been forced to go dark, houses of worship closed for service, trade shows cancelled. You know, streaming and the acceleration of hybrid events has pretty quickly come in to fill some of that void. So that's something we expect to see to continue. Um, but ultimately, it comes down to I guess what's generally termed as content creation. You know, and, and creating content that's consumed online, remotely, in person, over time, at different points in time, um, is a component of, of every part of short business. But for, for Pro Audio, you know, we focus on live events, as I've said, performance venues, theatre and broadcast film. And, you know, each of those segments has moved forward in, you know, in providing more content and supporting content creation for remote and digital consumption. But clearly broadcast and film kind of exemplifies content creation at the highest level. And, and that's been a pretty strong sector. Excellent. I mean, what can you tell us about Shaw's R&D efforts at the moment? What's been going on on that front? I know uh, quite a lot of companies have been pushing into the, you know, they've been really ramping up their R&D efforts over this past 18 months or so. Uh, what's been going on with Shaw? What can you tell us about uh, Yeah, pro- new products and product development? Well, as a company, we continue to 
build on our strengths, really. We're always looking for new opportunities. Um, and so there's been no change to that, certainly through the, the last two years. Um, I mean, the easiest thing for me to say without, you know, betraying secrets is a, a look into our product releases of the past couple of years. We give some insight as to where we're going, some of where our focus has been. I mean, just a, a quick rundown of a few things. There's, there's many that I, I you know, trying to run through a list of everything. I don't want to do that here. It's not, not a product advert, but certainly in the pro division, we launched Twinplex back in 2019. Uh, Duraplex joined that during 2020. Uh, we made an investment in WaveTool in Finland, software company, which is a great complement to our portfolio. That was in 2020. And we launched a plug-on transmitter for Axiom Digital, our leading wireless platform. That was in 2020. Then the ADX 5D, our first fully professional portable plug-in receiver, came through this year in 2021. Uh, SLXD, which came out in 2020, we added uh, wireless workbench functionality inclusion in 2021 for that. So software development again. Uh, we've collaborated with a company in the uh, uh, London, Ontario, in Canada, Q5X, on specialised transmitters. They sit on Accident Digital. That's like flexible transmitters, super skinny ones that sit close to the body. It's great for sporting special applications and actually fully waterproof microtransmitters, which give us, you know, more ability to use some of our technology in unusual applications, which has been great. Uh, we put an AI denoiser. Again, this is software-related in uh, integrated systems products that came out very recently, 2021. Uh, we also extended our array microphone portfolio during pandemic with the MXA 710. And last but not least, and certainly not least, uh, Motive, our kind of uh, USB microphone family uh, Motive range, that's been extended through the pandemic uh, with to great success, the MV7 in particular. This hybrid USB XLR microphone has been a, a huge success. And of course, it's fitted to a lot of what's been exploding in the last couple of years, which is content creation and working from home, which it sits very closely to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how much, you know, are there any trends in, in that vein that you've been seeing that are kind of shaping where, you know, whether it's different markets that Shaw is moving into or different product ranges that might be coming out? Are there any any specific trends you've seen that are sparking uh, kind of greater demand uh, for for some of the, the products in your in your portfolio? Um, it's a great question. Um, the, I mean, as far as our portfolio is concerned, as I mentioned, products like the MV7 have been a, a huge success that, that support that working from home, podcasting and content creation. That's a big sector. Uh, I think everyone's seen that growing. And I'm sure based on the numbers that we see, I'm sure the high percentage of pretty much anybody, uh, a high percentage of the population is, is using microphones in that way to produce content. Um, when our business strategy is unchanged, um, our top priority remains to continue, you know, strengthening relationships with customers, partners, channel partners. We work with them, understand the needs of, of the markets we serve and continue to work out, you know, how we can continue to improve our services, improve products for them. Um, I mean, much of what we see now in the market and the trends we, and the, the, the changes that have happened, um, they were visible several years ago, maybe more. You know, but what's happened in the last couple of years is this pretty substantial acceleration of those trends. So in reality, we have very little to change in our business, but, but a huge amount to build upon. So presumably they, those changes that you've been seeing and kind of acting upon over the past five, six, seven years have actually stood you in quite good stead for the, the challenges that we've been facing recently. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the, the, the yeah, <laughs> I think, I mean, yeah, we, we do. We've, we've, we've had, we have a, a pretty diverse portfolio pretty diverse portfolio um you know the the, the challenge from covid and the, the, the kind of change in demand we've been well served by you know a usb portfolio and, and and products that are towards remote collaboration that's been a big part of our business for some years now um and of course remote collaboration is now 
firmly established. It's, it's certainly something that, that is a big part of everyone's day, working from home. Um, and just I think the, the general acceptance of just, you know, you can have a meeting with people. You don't have to be in the room with them. And that, that's a big difference. And I'm interested to see where that plays out long term as that, that concept of not having to be somewhere. What does that mean? Yeah, you know, in the long term, absolutely. It is fascinating because, of course, you know, when that first, when the pandemic first started and we were, everyone was doing everything remotely, that's changed. But there's still a lot of remote, uh, whether it's work, whether it's remote so- socialising, you know, whatever it may be, it's become such a, a a key part of our lives, I think, now, day to day. Is that something that even if we can see beyond the point, you know, uh, when you know past covid whatever that may be do you see this kind of remote connection with colleagues with friends with clients whatever it may be staying uh, you know a real serious concern for the long term it doesn't feel like this is going to go anywhere do you know what i mean i can't see this just going back to its pre-pandemic state the way that people are now connecting whether it be over zoom or whatever you know yeah, I, I don't think that's going back. I mean, the the the, the establishment now of, of of how comfortable you know you and I feel to to do this this way. I mean, I've certainly observed that personally over the last couple of years. Is that typically if you watch the news, particularly the BBC here in the UK, you know you would see guests come into local studios to join national broadcasts. You know, someone goes to the studio in London or local to them in the east of England, and then beams in for a presentation or, or as an expert. There's, there's so less of that now that it's quite acceptable for someone to dial in from their home office or from somewhere they happen to be and just join. I'm not, you know, what I'd love to see is that the quality of those isn't always as good as we'd like to see it. The people that's using their standard laptop or their phone audio for a, a quick call yeah. to join a, a correspondent somewhere and it doesn't always sound great. And uh, I think we're going to see an improvement to that in general that, that certainly we'd like to see that. And we have products to do that and many people use them. Um, but I think that's the, it's not going away. There's a general acceptance now that that's that's almost a standard. It's fine to do things that way. What I would say though is that doesn't take away from the joy and the experience of people coming together, and 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 the pro audio side that's focused around entertainment um, and, and an artistic expression, artistic output, and music. Um, I think it brings something to that as an additional dimension, but I don't think it's it's going to take away from an in-person experience. Nothing can really replace being in the moment with someone who's just on their game doing their thing. It's it's, it's an amazing thing. And I've, I've tried lots of ways to try and recreate that without being in a crowd of people, but the smells missing for good and yeah. bad, <laughs> the heat, the humidity, you know, just, just everything. But that, that shared experience, shared, being in something with a crowd of people cannot be replicated without a crowd of people. Yeah. That's my opinion. Absolutely. No, I, I, I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Um, you, there was something you touched upon a, li- a little bit earlier, which was to do with overcoming sort of technical challenges. That's been one of the key key focuses for people for for pro audio brands during this period. What what have been? I was wondering if you could elaborate a little bit some of the key technical challenges that you've been seeing and that you've been building solutions for. Um, key technical challenges. It's really been so, social distancing has been one of them. You know that, that that's been the chance for most people is how to work events, manage social distancing. That, that's been one of them. Um, so we did a lot of work um, around safety as well with, with product testing and evaluation to make sure people could know that their product was safe and could be used safely and cleaned and, um, you know, and, and, and be safer for, for people to use. That's been a, a, a focus for us as a, a, not as much as a technical challenge, but a challenge around equipment. How do you clean it? What do you clean it with? Does it damage the gear? Am I reducing its longevity? Will it be clean enough? 
Uh, and rather than just say, yeah, we, you can wipe it down with these things, we invested a lot of money, a lot of time and resources in testing all of our relevant products to check you know, how they could be used, what you can clean them with, and have published a lot of information on that across our range, and we continue to update that. So that's a semi-technical challenge. I think the other side of technical challenges has really been streaming, is is how to, 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 to stream, how to deal with the challenges of, of you know, wanting to perform something live, but then stream it to remote audience. And, and most mm-hmm. people are up to the challenge, but it's another dimension of something for people. You know, to, to, to mix for a remote audience is very different to mixing for an in-person audience. So there's been challenges there. Um, but that's just about, you know, mixing and learning. It's, but it's been almost instant. Like, you can't do that. What should we do instead? And then it kind of increases. So we've, we've heard of challenges there. Um, but, you know, the, 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 the top end of the industry is, is, is able to cope with that. Um, but as we move forward, I think it's going to be a hybrid of both. It's, it's mixing for the audience, mixing for the remote audience, and then even remotely mixing onto different platforms. We've certainly seen that in China, where there's been multiple, multiple mixes, you know, mixing to feed a particular platform on low res, low bandwidth, mixing for a high performance, high subscription price, uh, you know, listener, uh, you know, and then mixing for the in-person audience, uh, all in the moment. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting challenges. Yeah, very interesting. Um, yeah. I was also curious as to what you see as being some of the biggest opportunities in the market for, for sure, and, and, and specifically the pro-audio market. Uh, well, there's many opportunities across the whole of our business. You know, some of them have been accelerated by COVID and, you know, some others, you know, are, are just kind of coming into, well, some accelerated by COVID, but things like um, you know, broadcasting, you know, remote events, hybrid working, content creation, gaming. I think they, they've all been well published as, as areas that have grown through COVID and they present opportunity. You know, all of those use the kind of products that we make um, and they're, they're strong. So that's a strong opportunity segment, but around hybrid work, you know, remote events in general, but broadcast and streaming and content creation, you know, there, there's been this, I think it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's happened without us noticing we're all part of it, but you know, we, we consume content, anywhere, anytime, any place, pretty much on any device you care to mention. And of course, what that means is we're just consuming so much more. So the demand for content is huge. And you've seen the, the, the news, you know, the, the various investments being made in, in production studios, television facilities around the world, particularly here in the UK, just to be able to service the demand and create more content. Um, so that's great in terms of uh, opportunities. The other thing is, you know, we've got a much more diverse portfolio now than we did a decade ago, and that's been a tremendous uh, source of strength and stability through COVID. But it's definitely something we can build upon. Um, so there's opportunities what we have. There's opportunities to grow from where we are, and that breadth gives us, you know, visibility to to, to a lot of opportunities. But yeah, it's it's interesting times. But but there's there's uh, we have great optimism for the future, and, and certainly things look good for the future right now, despite some current challenges. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And is there anything you can tell us about what might be coming up in the new year for sure? Any new, uh, any new products perhaps in the pipeline that you can uh, g- give us any, uh, <laughs> give us any insights on, or is uh, everything currently uh, under wraps and, and, until that point? Well, there, there always will be something coming up, um, and there is. Um, but <laughs> there's something coming that I can tell you about. No, nothing I can tell you about right now. I mean, we're always innovating um, and always looking forward to sharing our latest tech with people. Um, but nothing I'm able to share right now. There's a there's a process for that. But yeah, there's always there's there's a load of stuff we're working on. Um, and you know, what watch this space. There's plenty more to come. Fair enough. Well, 
thank you so much for joining us. It's been absolutely fascinating hearing from you and, and, and chatting to you. So uh, thank you for taking the time out of uh, what I know is a busy schedule. We you know, really appreciate it and great to have you on the show. Well, thank you, Dan. It's my pleasure. Take care. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.